Previously on Cup of Flair Podcast. Zane was able to make it out of that accident. Her ties with that young man, of course, was severed. But Zane was able to make it out of that accident okay. And not only that, she was able to find a lawyer who was able to take care of everything from start to finish for her. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Cup of Flair Podcast. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope you're getting ready to have an even better week. Happy Monday, happy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. Hope you're having a good day. And to get us started, we're going to go ahead and clean the cup with some prayer. So bow your heads, close your eyes, or leave your eyes open if you're driving. Father, Lord God, in this moment, we come towards you once again in grace and thanksgiving. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to come into our listeners' houses, our listeners' cars, our listeners' ears, Father, to help them in seeking and finding the joy that only you and you alone can give to them. And Father, we're asking you to bless their week. Um, bless them as they're going into this new week or if they're halfway through the week and they're going through something hard, some adversity that's that has just come up out of nowhere, Father. We're asking you to give them strength, Father, Lord God, for them to know that what they're going through, it is where they're at temporarily. It is not where they will stay, Father. We pray for you to guide our weeks, guide our thoughts, guide our actions, guide our ways, Father. And it is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, all right. And before we even taste the cup, you know, guys, we have to add a spoonful of sugar. The year 2009 finds us in Paritawati, where Dasali gets posted for his very first assignment. Day one leaves him in awe, where he has to confront a farmer who has turned the classroom into a shed filled with cows and buffaloes. Nasali got to the point where he was forced to file a complaint against this farmer for overrunning and refusing to leave the classroom. And that, his very first day, was the beginning of a wild and eventful ride for this dedicated teacher. Guys, most of Nasali's students are from local, low-income families, which means that in the parents' eyes, the children are just, they're more needed at home and on the farm than they're needed at school. So whenever one of the Sali students did not show up, the Sali would then show up to the family's fields to speak to the parents of said student to try to induce them to actually send the children to school instead of keeping them at home. And in order to gain the trust of both parents and children, the Sali even went as far as to learn a new, a brand new language that is not his native language, but their native language. And in order to show even more dedication, the Sali wanted to boost attendance rates. So what he did is with the money that he got from his father, he purchased a new laptop. And it was from this laptop that he would play movies and songs for his students when they would come to the school. So the students would then go back home and tell all their friends about it, which led the other ones that they were telling this to to want to come even more. 
And with all that, there were still parents who were not allowing their kids to go to school. So guess what? Vasali had something up his sleeve. To combat this, Vasali started making digital versions of his lesson plans and making sure to have parents of the students who were held at home to stop by the school so that he could upload the files into their mobile devices. Can we talk about going above and beyond? And that worked so well that Vasali even got to the point where he convinced the government to adopt QR-coded textbooks for the students to help with learning. And with those textbooks, there would be supplemental learning instruments for them to use. And it's these same QR-coded textbooks that went a long way in helping the students once COVID, once the coronavirus lockdown came around. So needless to say, the Sali is a one in a million kind of teacher. It's a known fact that school teachers in India get paid whether or not the students learn but that definitely did not stop him from helping his students succeed. So when the Sali was announced as the winner, he was on float with big hugs from his family and the joy was inevitable, even though it was, you're watching from a screen, but you could feel the joy that he felt from winning this prize and his parents and his, his family. But it does not stop there. What will the Sali do with his million dollar prize? He plans on sharing half of it with the other nine finalists who come from different parts of the world. And for the rest, he plans on building a network of like-minded teachers based in India. And guys, how's that? How's that for your spoon of sugar? That to me is amazing. And now we're going to go ahead and stir the cup before taking a sip with the verse of the week. And the verse of the week comes from Ephesians 5, verse 9. It says, And for this light within you produces only what is good and bright and true. We all have a light in us. And who is that light? Light of Jesus Christ. Once you have Jesus Christ in your life, you can only produce what is right, what is true, and what is just. Yes, we all fall short of the glory of God, but thank God for grace. And we can always seek to attain what is right, what is just, and what is true. Guys, it is now time for us to take a sip of the cup. It's story time. But first, what's in your cup? What are you drinking this morning? What are you drinking this afternoon? So for today, hmm. I decided to try the new pistachio latte from Starbucks. And I always take my lattes with one less pump of whatever syrup it is. So it's not sweet. The, let me try to compare it to the cinnamon dose latte. The cinnamon dose latte is, is definitely much sweeter than the pistachio latte. And I'm not just saying this because I always take one pump less than the actual sugar that I take. So the cinnamon and dolce latte for reference guys is much sweeter than the pistachio latte. And this indeed has a nutty taste to it. I like it. I'm on, honestly, I'm on the like iffy side about it. If you like pistachio, maybe you'll like it. I like pistachio. So it's like, it's just another variation, but it's good. It's light and nutty. Like it's not too nutty. It's not too nutty. Mother Iffy. I think my fave is definitely the, well, not my ultimate fave, but one of my faves. Definitely the cinnamon dolce latte. But anywho, today, once again, our story finds us with Zane. 
And Zane is me. Zane is you. Zane is us. Zane is we. Zane is your mother. Zane is your grandmother. Zane is your long lost friend. Zane is your cousin. Zane is the stranger that you see walking down the street. Zane is us. Zane somehow goes through some kind of adversity and then it turns into something positive for him, for her. And now for this story, it finds us. It finds us with Zane yet again at a job that she hates, at a dead end job and just finished up with yet another crappy relationship. And Zane is feeling like she has no one to turn to, like her life is going nowhere fast. And Zane, quite frankly, is tired of it. Zane is now working as a customer service rep in this company. And although all Zane does is go in, do her work, interact with coworkers every now and then, every once in a while, but nothing major to it. The coworkers are mean to others, never mean to her because of her demeanor but she just does not like it. She feels as though it's a dead-end job and she feels like, once again, her life is going nowhere fast. So once Zane realizes that her life is going nowhere fast, she chooses to take a different approach. She chooses to not be hypocritical as a Christian, meaning she chooses not to be hot and cold at the same time. She chooses to actually take God seriously. And Zane decides to start praying, start fasting. Because if you see your life is going nowhere fast and you're trying your hardest, you've been trying your hardest to make it get to somewhere, even if it's going to get that somewhere slowly, then you're going to try. And Zane has been trying. Zane has been getting nowhere. So Zane decides, hey, I'm going to the big man upstairs, but I'm going to take him seriously. So Zane does just that. And Zane goes through months and months and months and months of prayer, of fasting. And Zane does not let anyone else know what's going on. Zane puts a smile on her face, even though she's fasting, she's not eating as she should. And on days that she chooses to fast, 24 hours, she still puts a smile on her face and does what she has to do. And when people ask saying, hey, are you are you eating? <laughs> um, or have you eaten? All she says is says yes. And that's it because she's seeking something bigger. She's seeking something greater. And that can only be achieved by seeking the one that's greater. So Zane goes ahead and goes through that process. And she's fasting, she's praying, she's fasting, she's praying. She's having dreams that she never thought she would have. And out of nowhere, one day, Zane just decides to check on LinkedIn. A thing that she has not done for months. She checks on LinkedIn and she sees that there's three messages that she received about two days ago from three different companies. And those companies are seeking what? A freelancer, a writer. And it is something that Zane has not done in years. Zane has not done this in years. But Zane chooses to, hey, maybe I do not know why they messaged me, but let me reach out. 
So Zane reaches out to all three companies. Two companies message her back that same day. She had an interview with one of the companies within that same week and then the other company within the next week. But what major thing happened is the fact that she had those interviews with the main company that she's interested in. She had those interviews. She had one interview and she passed that. The second interview and she passed that. And the third interview and she passed that. And finally, she had a test to take to be able to actually prove that she has those skills. And that would have been the very, very last thing to qualify for that job. And remember, this just fell out of nowhere onto her lap, out of nowhere. And remember, she's still fasting, she's still praying. So one day, the week before she's supposed to take the exam, she goes in the break room and she takes a nap in the break room. And as she's taking a nap, she sees something that seems like a person, like a person's head that just comes up to her. And the person tells her, what are you worried about? It's already yours. And in the dream, she sees that she was stressed out, stressed out about the test that she just took. She was scared that she did not pass it. The head just told her, what are you worried about? It's already yours. And in that dream, she felt like a calmness just came over her. A calmness just came over her. And that was it. Now, let's fast track the week before the test. So let's fast track to taking the test, the day of the test. She has studied, she has studied, she has studied. And this is freelance opportunity that's going to change her life. She was not playing around with it. She studied and she studied. But come the day of the test, what happens is she's supposed to take the test at one o'clock. And at 1.10, she gets notified that the exam will have to be pushed back because the person who was supposed to be holding the, hosting the exams was not able to actually make it because they were stuck hosting another set of exams. So imagine that. In a way, Zane sees that as a blessing because, hey, that gives her more time to study. So she thanks God for that and come again. Now it actually looks like it's delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed even more. So it's delayed for one day. So she has even more time to study for the exam and come that day of the exam. Now what happens is everything is done on time. She gets on the call. Everything is going great. But once that exam starts, it's as though the spirit of fear just comes over her and she starts mumbling during the exam and she doesn't know what to say. And she, her fingers aren't, aren't typing as they should. And that's the end of the test. And after that, right away after the exam, Zane decides to take a quick, Zane decides to take a quick break because she's like, I cannot believe. She's like, I cannot believe I failed at this. I cannot believe I, I failed at this. I studied so much. I studied so much. I studied so much. And if you guys remember, you remember the dream she had. She had the dream where she was worried about her not passing the test. And the floating head just came over. And mind you, she's still scared. She's still scared. She's still scared. She's telling her family and friends, hey, pray for me for this. Pray for me for this. She's still scared. She's still living in doubt. Fast forward a week later, 
Mind you, in Zane's head, she did not pass the test. She failed with flying colors. You know how people say, oh, I passed with flying colors? No, Zane failed with flying colors. And come the day of the results, she gets an email saying that she passed. Can you imagine her surprise? But she was surprised, but God was not. Because God already revealed to her that, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is exactly what's going to happen. You are going to be in fear. You are going to doubt. But it's already yours. It's already in your hands. And that is exactly what happened. So literally, once Zane got the job, got the freelance job, it was the opportunity that she never knew she needed, that she never had in her life before. It was, how can you say this? The perfect job for her. Perfect for her personality, for her character. She doesn't know why she did not pursue it in the first place. But it is exactly what she wanted, what she needed in her life at that moment. And this job opportunity, literally, within one month, took Zane's life from upside down to top side up. And that is what's amazing about this story. Zane literally started with not knowing, not understanding where life was going, where life was going, upside down, not understanding why everything was going the way it was. But with fasting, prayer, seeking out God's will and everything, Zane's life turned into top side up, positive. Zane's happy with where her life was at that time. Hey guys, today's story of Zane had me on a journey. It took me on a wild journey. And honestly, if I was Zane, I think I probably would have taken, I would have taken the same route. Like if you're trying everything, you're trying to do your best to get ahead in life and nothing's working, I agree completely with what Zane did. Listen, you got to get down on your knees and pray to the man above. Because literally, if you see that you're running a mile a minute and getting nowhere, you got to go to the one who can get you to where you need to be. And that's to God. With us leaving Zane off here, it brings us to the very last drop. I don't know where you're at with your cup now, but I'm almost done with mine. And for the last drop, it brings us to our words of positivity. Just know that, especially from Zane's story that I just shared with you, and also with the Sally story. How your story begins is not how it will end. God can and will always make a way for you, and your life can be transformed in the blink of an eye as long as you trust and believe in God, and you make the effort that is needed because we can't just sit back and say, oh, God will make a way. But if you trust and believe, have faith and work towards it, yes, your life can do a 180. We're not going to say a 360. We're going to say a 180 without you even knowing when or how it happened. It is possible for your life to be transformed. Never doubt that. And never doubt that you have a reason to have joy in the journey. No matter where you're at, you have a reason to have joy in your journey. And this brings us to the kindness challenge. And for this week's kindness challenge, 
it's something that you may find that is fun. You may not find that it's fun. Uh, it's all how you look at it. Seek out the joy in it, right? So this week kindness challenge is for you to hide money, hide money somewhere that someone else can find it. And I'm not saying to go and put it in a locked box and then insert it into another locked box. Oh, I'm hiding the money. No, no one's going to find it. Sweetheart, I don't know who you're trying to bless, but no one's going to find it there. What you need to do is drop money on the floor of a restaurant, drop money on the floor of the street or hide it in plain sight. Hide it on a bench. Hide it um, on someone's window shelf. Well, actually, no, don't hide it on someone's window shelf because then if I saw money on my window shelf, I'm not stopping. It's going to be, no, no, don't hide it on someone's window shelf. No. I am not, I am getting in the car and I am putting pedal to the metal, baby, because I don't know who's watching me. That would scare me off. I would not touch it. So no, don't take that advice. Don't hide it on no one's window sill. <laughs> Rather, actually, just hide it in plain sight, guys. Hide it behind a door or something. Like the entrance of the bathroom or something. You know, it's simple. Hide it in plain sight. And just pray once you've done that or before you've done that, just pray that God leads the right person to what you've dropped off. And just impact. You get to impact someone's life in a way that God intends for you to do it. Because once you pray and you leave it in God's hands, that's all that matters. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cup of Flair Podcast. I am your host, Marie Lore. And I hope that you're going into the week with a cup full of gratitude and hence a heart full of joy. Coming up next on Cup of Flair Podcast. Because if it were not for that, she would not have been able to get a printer at such a great value with such good features at such a great actual retail price. What would you have done if you were in Zane's shoes? I reckon to say that the grass is always greener on the other side. But I believe that we all have been Zanes once in our life. I would like to remind you that Zane is a fictional character with real stories. Zane is literally everyone that you can possibly meet. Zane always seems to be going through something difficult, but at the end, a little while, it may be a short while, it may be a long while, but after a little while, Zane's negative story turns into a positive story. Zane has real stories, real life, real issues, real difficulties, real predicaments. And I would like to invite you to go ahead and share your Zane story. Remember, Zane is you, Zane is me, Zane is us, Zane is we. Zane's story is our story. If you have a story of overcoming an adversity or going through something difficult, but it turning out amazing in the end, or God pulling you through something that you never thought that you could get out of. Just go ahead and share your stories with us on Instagram at a cup of flair. Go ahead and shoot us a DM. You can send it to us via voice or you can go ahead and type it in and share your story of overcoming. Share a story of finding joy at the end of the tunnel. And just remember that all names, if you do add any names to the stories, they will be taken out and Zane will be used. So don't worry about 
needing to be anonymous or not needing to be anonymous because once you submit your story, you have now become Zane. So I urge you guys to go ahead and share your stories. You can find us at, once again, it's A Cup of Flair on Instagram. Take the leap. You never know if your story is the story that will help someone else along their journey.